Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Evan for Steiny with Daryl the Guru Johnson. This is the crossover. Dan Dibley in the house and Mark Willard in a, a bunker or a cabin. Where, where are you at, Mark? What's going on? Marky! Yeah. Undisclosed location. Totally That's where I am. But I wasn't I wasn't uh I told the guys I'm not coming in. I'm not coming back from this journey that I've been on and uh coming in with some sort of vanilla background. So if you want to be on YouTube, we can talk about it. If you're not on YouTube, who gives a crap? Let's talk about sports. <laughs> Mark, I thought it was a plant. I'm like, this ain't Mark Willard in the no, YouTube no. chat. He no, that's me. Down. No, it's me. It's me. <laughs> there Girl, it is. What we got? Oh. But first, hold on, Mark. First, let's start yeah. from here. Right. Happy birthday, right. brother. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, yeah, we, we did that yesterday. Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we, no, we didn't. I actually have a special thank you to you three because I know that the three of you was three of yes you were three of the people there were more but uh three of the people from our entire crew yep. who were uh who were going to be a part of what the lovely Christy was trying to do for me last night yeah and i ruined it cuz i'm a stubborn ass <laughs> and i and, and i came to work on monday when i shouldn't have mm. and uh and so that's part of why this thing is still Mm. Um, is still not completely gone from my body. I but, got you. Um, I mean, I'll let people in. Like there was a surprise party planned with yeah. the forty nine. I had my your gift. Yep, forty nine, and uh, a whole forty nine er type theme thing that that uh, she explained <laughs> it all to me. Once it was evident that we weren't going to be able to do it, and uh, and so I felt guilty. But 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 first and foremost, I felt touched. Oh, good. So thank baby. you, good. guys. Good. Thank you, but like. Like the fact that on a Wednesday night y'all were gonna like, I was on my with Marine. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That, I'm telling you, man, that, that that meant something to me. So I thank you, boy. Well, I felt pride because uh, I am absolutely terrible with surprise parties, and she Uh-oh. she hit me like nine or ten days <laughs> yeah, in advance, yeah. and she told me, and I was all I thought to myself was, oh, s. Because I'm, I'm not one who's actually really good at keeping secrets. And so <laughs> it's funny because late last week, you and I were talking. You did great. Yeah. And you're like, uh, yeah, you know, we got birthday oh, no. week coming up. And I was like, wait. Oh, that's your, right. Wait, what? Oh, that's right. What, it's birthday week? What do you mean? What is that? And then I kind of played it off. And then you're like, well, it's me you and it's Abe. And you're like, I don't want to say because it's, it's really my birthday. And I was like, oh. What? It's your birthday? And I was like, Oh, thank God. Oh man. Thank God. I think yeah, I got no, him off the because uh, I the sand. don't I don't like telling people it's my birthday because right, I'm right. like everybody's got one. It's not I didn't do anything. I was just born. Mark. Um, you know, my <laughs> yeah, my parents had relations and here I am. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I didn't you don't know talk what I mean? Yeah. Shout out the sixties. Tom and Ellen, there there was a time, and so anyway, Mark. Uh, but no, I, I I I appreciate it. And Dibs, you were one not leading up to it but i do because everybody else 
hat like you know how it is it was a surprise party you got to be there early right you got to be there before no the doubt. person's there i'm like how the hell were you gonna beat me there because you're literally parked like i pin you in Correct. in the parking yeah. lot so you would have had to i don't know you would have had to come a little bit later or whatever right it would have been funny if i had run into you like outside her house or on the freeway on the golden gate bridge and i actually thought about that i'm like yeah like dibs you took the wrong bridge what are you doing right totally now? and I, we'll let the people in just briefly on uh you know mark and i because we both park in the same spot and we leave here at about the same time. Okay. But he and I have an agreement, unspoken, that we won't leave together. We won't walk together. Scotty and I, we don't take the same elevator. Exactly. Yeah. So Scotty won't let me walk. Normally, yeah. normally, Mark will leave about you know a minute to three minutes before it. me. And then occasionally, I'll catch up to him on the walk, depending on our route. Yeah. Because you know we both kind of figured on our own that... We talk to each other for four hours a day, Boy. 20 hours a week. The last thing we need is, hey, hey, Mark, you know, how about this uh, Kearney Street? You know, boy, the sidewalk well, sure is slippery. Well, I don't want to talk to anybody at six. Totally. Yeah, I don't want to talk yeah, to exactly. It's not just you. I don't want, like, oh, no, it's you. These are enough words. <laughs> okay. no, well, that, that too, but I mean, we get, it might be like any right. given day, right? You might be like, I need a break. But like, yeah, I don't count. want to talk to anybody. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And Willard, I don't know if the great Christy told you last week, remember I had my Kaiser appointment for my knee, and I go, I'm going to miss the appointment. (laughs) So I I call out at the doc, hurry up. I go, Christy, I ain't going to make it. I'm too far. And she goes, Guru is next with I go, oh, all right. (laughs) I got your bottles ready. I said, okay. And then you got Last sick on this. You went to, you went, you, right. you went to the wrong house. Martha this Stewart time you picked Snoop. the wrong day. Yeah. I'm terrified yeah. to fight you. But you, you messed it up. You got ill. You got ill. I messed the whole thing up. I messed the whole thing up. What did you want to come for that, me at? That, Remember you said, Goo, call on you because you're coming for me. Yeah. Man. Well, listen. Oh, here I we just, go. This, this <laughs> is one thing. This is, okay, yeah. So that's the, the end of those wishes. <laughs> yeah, boy. No. When when does Kyle Shanahan's record become his excuse? Mm. When does his record become the answer, the only answer that people need when we go, don't call plays like this, don't call plays like that, your booty does this, you do it wrong, you do when does four appearances in this game in five years say to people, yes. He's doing it right. Let's watch. Not every play's going to work. By the way, what we watch on TV, guys, mm-hmm. that's not what they always call. That's not the way. Like, there's a defense out there that's messing with what they're trying to do. The throw to Ray Ray McLeod is a great example. We all thought Brock Purdy had this terrible throw yeah. in the fourth quarter of that game. Ray Ray went the wrong way. And, and Brock screamed at him. And so when I look at what happened before halftime, which is what you guys were talking about, I don't look at those results and automatically go, well, that means Kyle just decided to take a squat on the ball and hang out for a half hour. That's not what he was trying to do. That's the way that it ended up going. And obviously, he did not score points either before or after half, which is not what you're looking for. But that then turns us into small sample size, Steve. It's like, when does four times in five years make us go, you know what? Man knows what the bleep he's doing. He really does. Every other coach in the NFL 
Like, listen, we, I can't wait to play for everybody something I listened to Dan okay. Campbell say this morning about Kyle Shanahan. Like, the reverence this league has, the difficulty people have stopping him, followed yeah. by us every week picking the eight spots that look like crap and going, what the hell is wrong with this guy in the playoffs? It bothers me. Okay. It bothers me. This guy's unbelievable run of success right now. And let me, hey, Willard, I appreciate your honesty, but let me start here. One, I think we're at that juncture now in regard to his record uh, being the defense. All I pointed out was I didn't, and you're right, the, the, I love the Ray Ray comp because on TV it looked like he was totally, like that was just one of Purdy's uh, worst passes of the game, and then you find out he went the wrong way. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Receiver did. My point is... He wasn't ultra-aggressive selling out trying to get that touchdown or helping his team get that score, Willard. I think that's fair. Now, I didn't. you didn't hear me say anything about those play calls on the drive that won him the game, although the players executed it, but he was in his bag. But I just merely pointed out I didn't feel like that was ultra-aggressive, Kyle. Like, did you get that? And I think Dan Campbell, and I'm not comparing, uh, maybe even Sean McVay, would, you could tell if they were ultra-aggressive trying to get that touchdown. And I thought Kyle was kind of pedestrian. That was my point. I, I, I don't think that you can watch a football game and know exactly what the play call was. That's I'm sorry. That's just the way it is to me. But what about he, how he fast the, the team is moving? He he laid out. Well, that's that. Now that's a little different, and okay. that goes play to play also based on the results of what you called on the previous play. Did it work? Did it not? He's already detailed that he called a play where option one was to go over the top and get the ball into the red zone. It wasn't there. Wasn't there. The Packers took it away. So then we see Brock check it down in the rain, and we go, lemon booty. It's like, no, that's not, that's not what happened. We can't look at football and decide we know what the play call is, and that goes in both directions. Let me take you back to Thanksgiving night. Kyle Shanahan did the no, 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 yes 
that put it away because Brock looked at what was supposed to be a conservative call, saw something much more aggressive, went for it, got it, cool. And then we go, Kyle, great call. That wasn't Kyle's call either. That was Brock. So I just think that it, it would be nice for me if we would listen to what they're saying a little bit more. They're not full of crap. Right. They're not. Like, Kyle is actually known around the league for being one of the more honest coaches in a press conference. We could have Belichick, who will just sit there and grunt for an hour and then go home. Right. But he tries to tell people sometimes things about what he's trying to do. They don't always work. Okay, give me and this, And I just feel like we go hindsight. Is, right. Hindsight's 2020. I got you. Okay, how about this? For Niner fans, what would you suggest they do Forget who's at fault, and you're right, what was called, because I'm not in the know. But what about a, a fan base that might be disappointed that the team didn't score? What what would you tell them to do with that disappointment? I mean, a fan base that's disappointed that they didn't score? Right, because you're I, so I mean, worried about us blaming. You're, the, you're, you're getting upset at who we blame. Forget who I blame. Forget, you know what I'm saying? You're defending everybody that somebody blames for a play not working, and then you're saying, Goo, you're not privy to what was going on. Okay, but what about being upset at the bottom line that the team didn't score before half? I'm asking you, is that okay? You, you, I, I don't think that's the bottom line. The bottom line is that they're in the NFC title No, game the bottom line is they didn't years. score that's before half, Mark. That's not fair. No, no, Goo. No, the bottom line is they won. And they're here again, and that's what I'm getting at today. It bothers me how much criticism I listen to Kyle Shanahan get. He's flipping awesome. That's all I'm saying. And I'm he's not saying he's not he's awesome, championship Mark. championship game for the fourth time in five years. Right, but I'm not so, saying well, he's not like awesome, it. Mark. Certainly sound like it. Well, I mean, there's also like 10% of the show. Like, all we're doing, Mark, when can we critique is what I'm asking you. Yeah. In your world, when is it okay for us and, to critique? And, and, Nobody's and, saying Kyle's not great. Come on. Whenever. When, whenever. Whenever. And it is totally okay for me to point out that I don't like the critique. What's but, wrong with that? By the, by the way, you are listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM in HD1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch, and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. No, not, nothing is wrong, Mark, but you can't tell people they don't have the license to voice their frustration or opinion. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't believe that I did, and I don't believe that I did. I, I voiced mine, which is, which is that I think that often we watch football in a hindsight is 2020 space where we blame Kyle Shanahan for things that was not his intent, but they are the way they went because there is a defense out there, there's a rainstorm, there are all kinds of things that are forces against the play call going exactly the way you want it to go. And then we say he's conservative. I don't mind if you don't like a play call. I just think he gets labels on him that aren't true. That's all I'm I saying. look at the way he manages the clock, and yeah. you know, you wait 38 seconds, and then you call timeout. You run it all the way down to 36 seconds, and then you call timeout. That to me is a bigger issue than a play call that maybe doesn't go his way, or a check down that people think that they he should have thrown it down the field. I look at general clock management at the end of the half, and I see a coach who would much rather not have the other team score than. Maybe his own team score. Like if he if he ranked the priorities, his number one priority would be to not have the other team score. 
Priority number two would be for his team to score, and that is by nature conservative. And I, I wonder about this Sunday against the guy who's coming out biting kneecaps, and he'll go for it on fourth and whatever from wherever. And if it works, then it's going to be great. If they win, people will say, well, there you go, Kyle. The more aggressive coach beat you, and if it doesn't work, then maybe Kyle's approach turns out does work. But that, to me, is one of the big question marks about Kyle Shanahan is the conservative approach to clock management at the end of the half in particular. And this is a game where if it works, then you're a genius. And if it doesn't work, if it goes the way it did against Green Bay, where you bleed the clock down and you don't score, and then you get the third quarter kick and you don't score, if that results in a loss, he's going to be criticized. And that's the way that's going to go. Yeah, no, and and look, I mean, I, I think there's also I been mean, examples. Dib, Dibs, oh, have you? No, go ahead. Eh? No, it's just it, there's examples of of needing to get aggressive um, in big games because you also don't know how the rest of the game is going to unfold. Like for example, in the the 2018 Super Bowl, you know, Doug Peterson decided to to go for it and drop the Philly special on on New England. He could have taken three points there, but. He decided to get ultra-aggressive, and they ended up needing those points in order to win the football game. So, you know, like I guess when I look at Shanahan, and this isn't just specific to the Green Bay game, more times often than not, and I think this is what Dib's getting at too, we've seen him lean towards the conservative side. And that's what I saw again at the tail end of that first half when you have four minutes and you're trying ideally to get seven points, but... At 243, you run the ball, you're 62 yards away from the end zone, and you let it expire down to the two-minute warning. Well, okay, either you're going to get aggressive out of the two-minute warning, or, in my opinion, it, it appeared that he just wanted to go for the field goal the entire time. And, and that, to me, is something that, while I'm not, I don't think anybody would tell you that Dan Campbell's a better head coach than Kyle Shanahan, and we spent the majority of the show wondering why there isn't more excitement for a fourth title game in five years second time you're hosting it at home but i think one of the reasons why there is trepidation is because if there is a way if there is a sliver of hope for detroit one of the areas is to take advantage of a head coach that can get conservative opposite a guy that's not afraid to try and maximize scoring opportunities and if you're an underdog that is a path to victory. There are not many of them, but that's probably how it would play out if the Lions end up winning this game. Well, it's a path to a loss, too, though, is it not? I mean, this guy uh, very recently in Dallas, and I understand all of the little idiosyncrasies that went into this play, uh, but Dan Campbell's taken a lot of criticism for being way too aggressive at the end of the Dallas Cowboys game. Dibs from you, yeah, too. And yeah, I understand yeah, too. Par- yeah. partially that was not meaning going for it the first time, but going for it when he, he was at the seven-yard line. And I and I totally understand that. But double-edged sword that we're talking about here. And and again, I uh, my, my bet, if we had and we don't, but if you all had the opportunity and the time to sit down with Kyle Shanahan and go play-by-play, I, I don't think he was trying for a field goal. I think that when certain things don't work, first down, second down, third down, situationally, mm. then then yes, you do. Yes, you do look at it and go, well, okay, now let's. we're probably going to end up with a field goal. Let's take time off the clock. It's raining. If we miss the field goal, we're going to give Green Bay the ball right by midfield. Even if there's 30 seconds left, that would be stupid. Like, that's situational every play. And I think that that's fair. Not conservative 
or puckering up. Yeah. And, Mark, you see me, I, I think you know, because I'm not a Kyle apologist, but you see me five days a week. There's not a football coach I would take over Kyle, but maybe you're saying you're hearing so much of this, and I touched on it. I was just of saying. Of course. Yeah, yeah I was, this isn't yeah, not just yeah. you. Because I was just saying, and Evan had brought it up, and it had been a theme, just, you know, I thought he could have did that or handled that, that situation differently. Before the half. Yeah, this isn't just about you. I just yeah. hopped into the conversation yeah. y'all were having 20 mm -hmm. minutes ago. Um, no, I hear this everywhere. I hear, well, I mean, we host a radio show. We yeah. hear this every day. We've heard this for years now that, that Kyle Shanahan um, gets scared in, in big moments, which I, <laughs> I, 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 I just don't agree. I, I don't agree. I think, that, I think that everybody in sports is it has a play and you call it and and when it doesn't work then you've got to go to what's next and then the situation is different it's just not as simple as you didn't score so you weren't trying like mm. I, I i think they were trying to get the ball downfield i think green bay played pretty well on defense for a lot of that game and and brock purdy did not and and it was raining and it was almost half and all of those things in a one-point game factor into the way those plays get called and then the way they get executed after that. Well, yeah, to me, it's not so much about the execution as it is about the uh, the clock management and whether or not he thought that they could have still gotten a first down and still gotten a touchdown. I didn't like the way he used his timeout, letting the clock run all the way down to 36 seconds. Then he uses the timeout, and ultimately they settle for the three, and they don't get the three, and that's just the way that that went. And, you know, it, it's all fine and good. In terms of Kyle Shanahan, he's not going to change. And this is something you said on Monday. If you have Kyle as your coach, you know he's going to do it a certain way, and this is the way he's going to do it. He's going to do it in terms of you know being conservative and trying to keep the other team off the field in that spot. And you know ultimately, he wants seven there, and he wants seven on the other side, but he didn't get either. And so I just wonder about the Detroit game where you've got another coach on the other side who's going to be ultra aggressive does Kyle still take that same approach if they're down you know 14-3 at the end of the second quarter if he tries to just maybe get that three points and you know make sure he keeps Detroit off the field we'll see this is such an interesting matchup and I'm just glad that it's you know I'm glad that it's supposed to be the warmest day of the week and I'm glad that you know and I'm yeah. glad that the Lions have uh, what's been a shoddy pass defense all year. I feel like there's there's some attacking that that Kyle can can really really do here, and maybe I'll be egg all over my face on uh, on Monday morning. I doubt it, but I I think that this is uh, a matchup that um, where you know on the defensive side of the ball, there's some things that that scare me a little bit with what the Lions can do. A great offensive line and a really good run game and. And all of that, so uh, they may score, but but I feel like this this should be a good matchup for the kinds of things that Kyle Shanahan likes to do on offense, and so I hope we see it. I I, I do. I hope that offense looks like it did against Dallas and Philadelphia earlier this year. And Willer, don't let it be egg because if you look at what Vegas is saying. And what I think the three of us in this room, and I want to speak for you, we all think that the Niners are a better complete team than the Detroit Lions. So the Niners got to go show that and do their part. But I don't feel like you would come in here with anger in your face if somehow the defense didn't get home and we get a, you know, a repeat of what we saw Saturday night, which I still 
have not processed, man. Because that, no, like I your mean, tweet, I, that game was closer than anybody had it. And I, I, I kind of don't know why. I mean, I would have egg on my face if we went out there and and they pulled a. Uh, uh, you know, 2019 NFC oh, okay. Championship right. game and, okay. and let Brock throw the ball eight times. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like that—that's what I'm talking about. If I, I then I, you know, I, if 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 he goes out there and 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 it looks like he's scared to throw the ball, then sure, gotcha. I, I'll come. I'll come in here and tell you I was wrong. But I saw something from a writer I really, really respect, Ann Killian in the San Francisco Chronicle today, that that basically suggested that Kyle Shanahan needs to not uh, be so stubborn. He needs to mm. not stick to who he is. He needs to adjust. And I'm oh. sitting there going. Well, that's what Dibs and Evan kind of pointed out. And, and I disagree. I'm oh, like, oh, dude, <laughs> yeah, I just thank you. Say no, you that's where that was going. I'm like, Kyle, Kyle, why did she get? Okay. Be you. <laughs> Kyle, you All are. All I saw Dibs was saying. Like, right. You're winning. You win most of the games. And that was the point uh, he was trying to make over the weekend. <laughs> He's like, we. I think that we do this. And you're right, it didn't work that day. But overall, yes, uh, it does. And that's what analytics are, and that's what all of us do. <laughs> we have certain things we do that work most of the time, and we stick with them. And it's worked, so I want him to stick with it. I don't want him to change one bit. Yeah, I thought you were like, I agree with Ann. I'm no, like, oh, okay. no, I disagree with right. Ann, too. Yeah, no, be Kyle. I want Kyle to be Kyle this weekend well, in all of his annoying ways. Well, and I do want you guys to continue to be yourselves for the next four hours. There because go, happy Bill. birthday, yes, Mark happy Willard. Birthday. Sorry we couldn't celebrate the last yeah. night. I know. Yeah. 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 He wasn't here. Yeah. I, I get that. It's my brother Doug's birthday today. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, birthday Doug. Yeah. Douglas, yeah. Douglas turning 60. There you go. I got two 60-year-old siblings. Yeah, dude. 60 is... 49 is cute. Yeah. And 49's adorable. 49. 60 is adorable. Yeah. Dude, 49 is uh, adorable. 60 is like, yeah. damn. Oh, yeah. We've we've already moved on. My oldest is turning 17 tomorrow. So oh, yeah. wow. There yes. you go. Yeah. We wow. moved on to his. Yeah. Turn the page. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 17's yep. also adorable. It's maybe the most adorable birthday as a kid because 16 is like, wow. Yeah. And 18 is like, uh-oh. Yeah. 17's kind of that tweener. And anything in the teenage years is adorable unless you live with them. And then. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> there we go. Yes. All right, man. There it is. All right. All right. Have a good right. one, guys. Will and Dibs coming up next on 95.7 The Game. I love the young people. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.